scrub oaks don't you never find any acorns running around or like very many yeah it's, no they're very like hardly any mm -mm. i don't know if they produce much they might be a very cyclical acorn but you think about like the acorns you think about like producing a bunch of them are like the 150 year old ones that are huge yeah not this not the big the old one, dogs not, ones not the little big. ones yeah that's right mm. that's true their like life, at your, their at, life at your parents place yeah like think of the small oak trees you don't ever find no no it take a while to like mature to that could be completely bullshit out drop them just anecdotal i guess so we wrapped up our float trip that we have talked about on previous podcasts. I think Carrie and all both I think, of us. I think we talked about one. We did, yeah. yeah. We've talked about doing a float trip for turkeys for... I think two years ago when me and you first had this tag. Nope. Well, here. Yeah, yeah. But before that, we've been talking about it for seven years, something like that. Oh, yeah. every Yeah, no. You just, like, in general, you talk about a float trip for yeah. turkeys. Killing a boat bird. Yeah. Well, and a boat bird, we, we want to take it to the next level and do, you know, you're camping as you go down big yeah. stretches of yeah. wild river. And we finally did it. We've done it. We officially did it. We were successful. Mm. I'm, I mapped it. How, how long was it? 48. 48 miles? Mm. God, we creamed that for... We raced through it. We should have slowed down, I guess. But no, it worked out because here we the are. The rainy day gave us. But anyways, we'll yeah. probably get into the step-by-step -step here. But yeah, yeah no, 48 miles over. 48 miles is pretty long. For over 48 hours. It's a mile an hour. Yeah. And hunting. And hunting. It was about... We didn't hunt that much, for the record. For no, we long. really did not, honestly. Honestly, like, no. We didn't hunt that much. I mean, okay, okay, we'll classify hunting. We crow called every 300 yards. Yeah. It's like walking, but also you're not in the most advantageous place to hear a turkey. No, you're not. You're down in banks. You know, the other thing, I never said it to you guys while we were out there because it was just like, you know, didn't want to be a buzzkill or anything. But like, just conversation travels mm -hmm. down that yeah. little corridor so well. Like, yeah. I could be... 200 yards ahead of you guys and I could hear you pretty well. The same thing though too when you were in front of us and would hen yelp, yeah. it was barely hearing. Couldn't hear it. could barely hear Interesting. It. Like so I bet it wasn't. That's because you got those little soft, yeah. you got those little soft bitch yelps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about the crow calls? <laughs> your crow calls every, are pretty good. Your crow give calls it everything are pretty good. On my your crow calls are pretty yeah. good. Your owl calls though. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Okay. Okay. I'll call in here. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. Ah, ah, ah. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was something. I get it. Especially every, with timber cyclists. No, no, alcohol. Get a bad one. I'm not good at owl calling either. It just it doesn't sound like an owl. It just sounds loud. I don't know. Yeah, but no, I think the I think you're right though. The acoustics of that valley you're right it's hard to get it out of it and i'm sure it's hard to hear things coming into it okay so right. if talking is loud how loud was the scraping of the aluminum canoe over gravel that crossed my mind right. a lot too could you hear it oh yes 
I yeah. can hear you scraping. Oh, yeah. Close, both ways. Away. Both ways. Yeah, no, I... You're louder going down that river than, you know, what you think you would be. Yeah. You know. So anyway, we mapped out this this river trip. It was finally a place where the river right away, right, was had enough public along it to where we could hunt a lot of it, this stretch. And so when Carrie and I came here two years ago, we were like, oh, we could do a float trip here. And we were like, yeah, yeah. So we started to think about it. Well, the last day, remember, me and you came and scoped out the river a little bit. Yeah, we did. We looked at it. And all the stuff looks really turkeyish along it. Mm. I mean, it is. It is, yeah. It's, yeah. Without a doubt. And finally, this year, we just did it. Figured it out. Had somehow got a launch and pull out of a fella. Yep. Yeah. We, we had a guy drop us off. Uh, well, 40 some miles up river. Mm -hmm. We had to get permission. Oh, so, so the other thing is, is like this stretch of river wouldn't be floated by anybody. The few people who did see you, us. You would have to do, what was it, another 20 miles or something to go from highway? Yeah, from the next highway Without up. Without permission of where we launched from, we wouldn't have yep. been able to go there. We'd have to do another, another 20 miles. Yep. Which might have been treacherous based on what we saw yeah, when we started. Well, and the other thing about that 20 miles is it was just, it, no, nothing, no part of it looked advantageous to what we were doing. Like, it just did not look it's attractive. It's not turkey habitat. It's... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's just not turkey habitat. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got permission for this launch spot. Yep. We got plenty of public down through it. More public than private, honestly, for mm -hmm. this part. And it... The first, what did we say? The first 15 miles or so, just spotty. Not great. Not not what you just envision as turkey habitat. But the bizarre thing is, at the end of the day, we saw more turkeys than what we didn't think was turkey habitat than what we did. True. Mm -hmm. Heard and saw more. Yep. It's true. Um, so anyway... We planned this all out. We're going to do this 48 miles. And we launch at noon on the first day. Was it noon? One? One. One. We were paddling by 1.30. Yeah. 1.30. Yeah. And, of course, we get in. We're just like, finally, you know, something we've been thinking about for years and years and years. We're doing this. And it was just surreal. I'm it was surreal. the first part all i was doing was just filming the stuff like i was like this is so cool and it was cool it was very wild where we were to start yeah. like just prairie desolate there wasn't a fence there wasn't four-wheeler tracks no there's there nothing wasn't cattle tracks nothing it was like untouched it was cool it's like it was beautiful it's like being like lewis and clark or something like that's what it feels like yeah, to the, us for, yeah, for what we right. could have and yeah, I mean, a mile in, or maybe a mile and a half, I crow called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I heard a gobble, like a very distant, like to where I was questioning a little, but I was like, I swear I heard one. And we keep calling, yelping, and stuff down there, don't hear it again. We go down a little further, and I'm like, I look up way up in the hills, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a turkey. Pull up the binox gobbler sitting there. Mm -hmm. Three turkeys. 
So right away we're in action. A mile and a half in. Right. Yeah. And so was... we're kind of like, it's kind of a bad time to get into action almost. So well, early. When, yes. when we first started, we were questioning how long it would take us to do. We had no idea if it would take us a week to go that far. <laughs> right. Or if it would take us 10 hours to go that far. We that's, had no idea. That's the big thing. Right? And so we, we, didn't don't know, know. Yeah. we didn't know we had to like keep paddling to the good stuff and then just hunt that stuff. Yeah. Or if we could take our time and hunt yeah. whatever we wanted and then it's, we'd get there eventually. Because right. keep in mind, we're in the river at 1.30. We're maybe a mile in and we're going to go spend an hour and a half chasing a bird mm -hmm. on a night when we know we want to make it past a certain point. Yeah. And we're like, uh... Yeah. When realistically, well, knowing what we know now, should have played them hard. There should have been a different, a little bit different play. Yeah. We're kind of like we're a mile and a half in of forty-eight miles. That means we're gonna have forty-eight opportunities. Yeah. Kind of yeah. in your, almost in your head. That's what right. you're thinking. This is gonna be awesome. And this one's just boo, 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 just sitting up there in the hills, and we can see them. We make a move to where we can, but the problem is. They're up in the hills, right? So there's just drainages that come down mm. into a big river valley. We're in the river valley. River valley is pretty sparse. Mostly dominated with just, it looks like a really shitty orchard of cottonwoods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hardly yeah, any understory. Graze. Yeah, cattle graze. With just Matted down grass yeah. from last year. Just dead. It's just I mean, open. It's just, no. There's those little plum thickets, but they're even kind of open. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the first tree, they still don't see us. We're like, okay, looking at them up there. There's a rise in between us and them. And Carrie and I just get like obnoxiously aggressive and basically run at them. And they spot us. Barely, we almost made it to where we needed to get, but they spot us and kind of head off. And that's the end of that. So we back out and we're all giddy. Didn't matter. At that point, no one did not. We're like, sweet, turkeys, you know, kind of a deal. We'll find some more in another mile. Yeah, it'll be another mile, we'll find some more. And we went, you know, we spent the rest of the day, damn near, without a turkey. Oh, yeah. No gobble, nothing seen. I think it was 10 more miles we spent that day. We, mm, we did 10 roughly. And a half the first day, yeah. So, yeah, anywhere from 9 to 8 to 9 from that point. Yeah. What time was it when we pulled off to camp? Well, we pulled off to do what we did and then got oh, yeah. camp. Oh yeah, cause you, well, how did it go? So, so we- We heard a distant gobble. Well, so we are headed down the river. It, it was a long, by the way, the river, like conditions wise, we were getting really nervous about distance mm -hmm. because we were getting out of the canoe every 500 yards. Yeah. Because we run onto rocks and rapids and just couldn't move. You get wedged, gravel, sandbars. Mm -hmm. We were getting out, basically portaging, if you will. But I mean, you know, you're pushing like going, the canoe, pushing it around, getting back in, going down 500 yards, getting stuck again, pushing it around. So that that's why the first five or six miles. I think that's mm -hmm. why we were really like pressured kind of like we just gotta always move right yeah because i don't know how long it's gonna take us to get to the end 48 miles a lot of miles for us maybe not for the average rafter but i know that's a long trip for anybody in yeah that's a lot like of miles right 
It's a lot of miles. Um. Anyway, so we we gone. It was getting close to dark. Went through this area with upside down cars. <laughs> And something interesting happened after that. It's getting close to dark. We're like starting to think about camping for sure. And Carrie goes, you know what's weird? I haven't seen a turtle this whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I literally looked to my left and there's a damn turtle <laughs> under me, like under the oar. And it happened like that to where that happened. Carrie lets out a yelp seconds later. Boom. And for whatever reason, we were in a weird state that was like, oh yeah, turkey gobble. It was almost dark. It was like almost sunset. We well, it was a, it was far enough off where we thought we wouldn't be able to make a plan on them before sunset, mm -hmm. and so we would roost them, camp somewhere close, and then go back in the morning. That That's kind of what we were. That thinking. was my thought yeah. We we were just not like we're gonna run after go after them right, right. now. We we're like sweet a turkey. We haven't heard one in 10 miles. Yeah, well, we actually even, like, pulled up the canoe. Didn't we even get some stuff out? Like, we were going to camp there. Yeah, we were messing around, and then you were like, oh, we should go look. Somebody said, oh, we should go look at these, look and see what we can see over here. And we started mm -hmm. walking up there without a gun or a fan or yeah, anything. Yeah, and, and Tom says... We better bring a gun. Is nobody going to bring a gun to this scenario? Yeah. We did hear a turkey over by here. Right. And I'll be damned... We walk up there. What's silly of us? Very silly. We walk up there, peek over the head, and I just lose it. I see a redhead staring at me 30 yards away, and I'm like, oh, my God. He's right here. That's not at all how I said it. It was like, <laughs> Yeah. I did my typical freak out thing. Mm -hmm. We were, all of a sudden, it went from, like, Zero. Five to 120 that quick. Yeah. To where there's a turkey right there. And because we popped up so quick and got down, I feel like I, I had somehow got ahead before anybody else. Like my head was up higher or whatever, and I saw him. He was alert, but then you pop. This is where a fan comes into play a lot. You pop a fan up right after he saw you, and then he's like, oh, that was just a turkey. So he goes back to feeding, whatever. They go over a rise. I'm, f we're freaking out and we don't know what to do. So we decide to go to that rise. Carrie and I go to that rise. They're right there. Wham. Mm -hmm. Carrie's yeah. like, yeah, I, I hands me the gun. Yeah. I run up 10 yards further. Wham. And we're like, damn, we just shot two gobblers. Yep. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it ended up being more than two gobblers. Mm-hmm. There were two incidentals. Both of us each shot a Jake as well. We got real lucky. It was a uh, a SWAT. Even mm -hmm. even like looking on the film. You can't tell. No. Like you can't see birds behind them. No. You shoot and the tom flops over, you shoot, and your tom flops yeah. over. And I walked up there, and there's two other Jakes laying dead behind him. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Tom comes up, because he stayed back. Yeah, I stayed and back. And Tom comes up, and he goes, how many did you get? And we're like, I go, four. <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> I only heard two shots. Yeah, that was wild. No doubt. 
We didn't even know what to do. That was like yeah. such a stunner. So me and you were done. Yeah, we each had two tags. And that, yeah, that was it. And we're done. And we're kind of bummed because it's the oh, first really? day. I remember after I was like, damn, man, I wanted like, you know, I figured we'd be calling gobblers all the time. I didn't want to do this this way. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, it was really just completely fine and great yeah. because we each had a gobbler. Right. We fill our tags. I mean, we're not anti-jake. That's for sure. Um, and it got kind of tough after that, honestly. Well, so then Saturday it rained for most of the day. What if we were an hour down the river when it started? Yeah, yeah. Line? So we camped right where we shot those birds. Yep. Got up in the morning and started to head down the river. And we knew this next section for sure. Like we knew there was some birdie stuff where we had been that first section. The next section, a lot of it was like five or six miles worth. Of just prairie. Mm-hmm. No wild, just prairie. And <laughs> anyway, so we buzzed through that. In the morning, there's no rain, and there was supposed to be rain in the morning, so we got really lucky because we got camp pulled out, everything. Also, by the way, camping on gravel bars is Sandbars, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Yeah. Driftwood fires were nice. They'd start up easy. It's the OG noise machine with a little trickle oh, of the river by you the whole time. Oh, yeah. Last night felt no great. Doubt. It's Lewis and Clark noise machine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just getting down to our camp. So we obviously are just doing like your backpacking style with more amenities. Because we had, you know, food items that weren't just dehydrated. Doing some dehydrated, some not. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like backpacking, but not as miserable yeah, in what you can bring. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Honestly, camps were really nice, especially with, with, yeah, so with the fires. In our, in our canoe, we yeah. had two soft-sided, like, 30 cool, thirty Like your coolers. typical Yeti-sized yeah. yep. soft-sided cooler. We, I had a big dry bag and a small dry bag, and you had a XL dry bag. Yep. And then we had your tripod and all your film gear and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad. No, but that filled up like the middle. And we parts. had six beers was... and one bottle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was a mistake. <laughs> we, you could have brought, we could have brought more of each. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, no, it was, it was fine. But it probably added at least 150 pounds to our community. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And then y your stuff was all yeah you in the kayak yeah i had a dry compartment in the kayak that i put uh freeze-dried meals my sleeping bag my tent and my sleeping pad and uh then i'd throw my jet boil and the and the french press in there for coffee in the morning and then i had a dry bag that i put up past my feet in the front of the kayak and my gun on one side and a fishing pole on the other and then just kind of little odds and ends things behind my chair. And it was, that was about it. Strap my pack onto the back where I could get at my water bot or at my, my camel's back and be able to get a drink every once in a while. And yeah. So pretty slick. Saturday. Well, hold on. I want to back up real quick. Okay. First of all, one difference, one major difference from backpacking to canoeing is you can bring real coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real coffee. And a French press. Out of a French press is probably what? The best thing in the world? No, like 
Give me multiplication. How much times better? Seventeen hundred. Man. Times <laughs> better mean, than instant coffee. I, I don't mind instant coffee. No, no, no. Actually, I never is, said I don't mind no. instant I, coffee. I'm fine with instant. No, no, no. French okay. press. So the, hold on. French press versus instant coffee. Dude, French press versus like normal coffee is pretty. Oh yeah, way better than above and beyond. Coffee. I would good. say it's six times better than coffee maker coffee and thirty times better than instant coffee. That's my take. Don't get me wrong. The instant coffee we had this morning was was pretty all right. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad. I don't need it at home, but like on a hunting trip. That's what I'm saying. It's not a bad beverage. No, it's fine. It's fine. Right. But the, 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 the morale boost. <laughs> the instant fruits. coffee that we had this morning should have just been dumped out immediately when we tried to cross that river. <laughs> that was the bugaboo for every single one of us. Can we? Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right, all right. Also, wanted to go back to when we shot those birds, how... First of all, after the madness happened of it all going down, how surreal it was to like turn around. We had this beautiful sun about to set over the hills behind us. The river, we're out in the middle, just the damn middle of nowhere. It was freaking, got gobblers laying there. It was so pretty. It was surreal. Cool spot to shoot a couple birds. Yeah, and the spot we shot them, there's like four trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're four cottonwoods. Yeah. But the track, the amount of tracks up there. Oh, crazy. Those birds were Living up there. there all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably just transitioned off a feedlot somewhere. Yeah, further up from winter. Four or five days ago. Right. And we're working their way down into them bottoms. Yeah. And there they were. Caught them at the right time. Yeah, there's definitely a migration of turkeys here. Mm-hmm. That's what we're kind of coming to find well, out. I think especially because this winter was horrendous. A really long and lots of snow and really cold winter. Yeah. So I'd say more than ever, they were way up high in someone's feedlot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think winter just ended two and a half weeks ago. Right. We had snow. April 1st, they got like 12 inches right here. Damn. Yeah. It uh, it definitely seems like we were early, which you would never think planning it. Middle of May. Who would have thought this was about perfect when it just turned, everything's good, and those bottoms green as hell. Yeah. Hens on nest type of deal. I don't think they're to that point at all. I don't think that I... Man, we didn't even see many hens this weekend. No, Isn't that well, we weird? didn't see many turkeys this weekend. No, wait, that's true. We didn't see many turkeys at all, but I don't know. You'd have thought you'd uh you know, the stuff we were in, if they were down there nesting, we'd have been bumping hands. Oh, yeah, like flushing. Okay, right. Yeah, you're right. Flushing right. off a nest and whatnot. Or just alone running around. Yeah, exactly. Or you cluck and you just get a hen response A hen back. come in or yelp back yeah. or whatever. We didn't bump into any of that. Yeah, it was just very devoid of hand life. Right. I just don't think that they have moved from the top of those draws from where there might be a food source adjacent. 
I don't think they've started to move down into that heavy no, cover that they like would summer in. enough to head down there, and there's right. not enough food down there. Right. I think they're literally transitioning as we speak, and we were just getting those early migrators into there. Yep. We caught some early ones. Yeah, we definitely did. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we wake up Saturday. The whole thing was Saturday we weren't looking forward to because it was going to rain. Luckily, we wake up. Definitely looks like it's about to rain. Get everything packed up, hit the river, start rolling. And we rolled for a while. That morning was a lot of paddling. I bet you we got Whoops. seven, eight miles before we were like, okay. Well, yeah, it started to slow down a little and, bit. When we were like yeah, just pitter less than a half an hour. Just barely. Going, yeah, bearable. We all had rain gear. We're fine. Yeah. But yeah, once, what? Three, four hours in, it started raining pretty... Actually, it let up for a while, and then it started raining pretty good, and we had to yep. get out of it. Yep. We found a spot on, a like, a cut bank. Yeah. Where there's, like, cut, and then a little bit of a shelf, and then down to the river. And we were like, I bet we can set something up. Yeah, it started to rain. It was brutal. It was cold. Yeah. Carrie, was, Carrie, you were the one that was pushing for, like... Yeah, the cut bank. I think we should set up on this side and set the rain fly out, and we were like... Well, at first, remember... Okay. Throwing around, just setting the tent up and sitting inside. Mm. Yeah, we were kicking that around, but we were like, "Gosh, if we get your tent all muddied up on the inside, that is going to be misery yeah, for you guys sucked. later." So we, so we so, all settled on the fly. So you yeah. took the rain fly from your tent and put it on a cut bank. We sat underneath, tied it off like the part that we go down to the stakes, tied it off to tubs. Trekking bowls and uh, made a fire right in front of it, drank coffee, fished, caught a fish. Yeah. That was a big pick-me-up. Yep. This was a big morale boost to the day whenever it was starting to go downhill quick because we'd been in the rain about 30 minutes at this point. We were wet enough and, we were getting, and cold enough. We were getting, like, sick of being there. We are yeah. all like, coffee break? Yeah, coffee break? How do we do that? Because <laughs> it's downpouring. And, yeah, I got that fire going. That was sweet. Warmed us right up. Had mm -hmm. a great time. It was like three hours, though. Three yeah. hours of downpour. Kerry was the real MVP in that whole situation, though. He did. It worked out. Got, got the firewood together. He got the rain fly. 90% set up. Yeah. We helped out a little bit. I, I just kept thinking about it. The alternative was sitting underneath some big cottonwood somewhere and yep. still being mm -hmm. soaking wet and getting rained on. Yep. Yeah, Tom was shaking on me. I was. I, I literally was shivering because <laughs> all I had was my raincoat and then just like a super light, you know, hoodie thing. Yeah. It wasn't merino or nothing, and I was like, I was cold. That was surprisingly fun. Sitting yeah. underneath that rain fly. It was. It was a blast. It's amazing how fun and weird fire. stuff like that can yep. be when you're doing this. There's no alternative. You can't go on your phone. You can't fucking nope. watch. You get to make jokes at each other and, and you just have fun. Fish you enjoy each other. And have company. a cup of coffee. That's all you get to do. Yep. We were having fun the whole time. Yeah. No, it was very fun. Set some catfish lines, one of which had a whole beef kidney on it. <laughs> Seven. Coming. Which chummed in. 100 pounds of 
Liver. Which chummed in a four of the smallest channel catfish I've ever witnessed being caught. Would have been a great tank. Would have been a great tank fish. It four or five inches. That would have been a sweet tank it fish. It might have been six on a good day. <laughs> Just give it six, guys. So we got that successful on the fishing. Finally not check that one off the list. Uh-huh. Hit the river again. And we're paddling the like, long well, we, we knew we knew from where that was and for like real good turkey habitat. five miles yeah. of river was gonna be pretty desolate i think there could have no been trees in there, on i yeah, know there could have been. at least up in the hills there could have been anywhere right but i mean well after you guys had killed your birds the night before on what looked to be like nothing nothing we were like we're giving everything a chance yeah so we're crow calling we're we're, the we're giving it yeah we're giving it and it was halfway calm too so we were like you know optimistic that we could maybe hear one oh, wow all right let's, soup, the soup, noises soup sandwich the noises jesus christ so anyway all right less noises now we'll do that you mm -hmm. made the noise. You tossed it first. That's fine. Run an ad at this point in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by relevant. <laughs> Brought to you by relevant sunglasses and sword fishing knives. Anyways. So yeah, no. Cruising. Well, we did cruise a lot. We weren't hearing anything. Not to say it wasn't a terrible day for gobbles. We it, they had those turkeys had to be soaked, and it was even cold until late, yeah, late yeah. in the day. It right. was cold and windy. Windy, just wasn't conducive at all. Right. And so, something that we had kind of well, uh, I'll get into that after. Paddling along, paddling along. We've been looking at rocks and stuff, and there's all kinds of cool crap you could find out here. Arrowheads, whatever. Bones. Bones. Anyway, all of a sudden, we hear Tom freak out behind us. And Carrie and I know someone who has found a lot of remnants of buffalo in these regions uh in rivers the same river other rivers around and we knew we had a very high chance of finding buffalo remnants and we had kind of talked about it leading up to it everything and so we've been talking about it as we're looking at these rocks there's all these sloughed off incised um cut banks just from you know the recent runoff in the spring everything else and all of those artifacts or whatever fossils everything rocks are coming out of the ground above us and sloughing off every year and we're kind of in that prime time where everything that recently sloughed off from this spring is right there we're the first people to see it yeah almost assuredly and the second we heard Tom, where we were and what we were looking at, and we had just gone past that area, we heard Tom freak out. 
we knew. You said like buffalo skull. I think those are the exact words out of my mouth. Was we knew buffalo skull. We knew it was legit. And yeah, we, we went over there and it was a legit buffalo that, skull. I found the bone before. I found a like a femur bone or something before that. Yeah, it was before that. Mm -hmm. And that had us really looking. Yeah. Yeah, that was freaking wild. I just remember as I was floating along behind you guys, just like I had been doing similar, like spot checking those banks. Yeah. And it was just like a brown, orangish, like, and then I could see the, the spot where the horns were coming off. And it was just like instant, just hit like buffalo skull. Yeah. And I couldn't turn around fast enough, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. It was amazing. And I was like looking back, like, are they turned around yet? Like, I just. And you're like so I was like, I was like, the whole like, crew, yeah. It was awesome. That man. was surreal. That was, cool. that was one of the coolest things I've mm -hmm. seen. We're in the place you would like think of buffalo roaming back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, for and sure. It still looks like it did when they. It run. literally hasn't really yeah. changed. No. Where we were at that point, right. no. Where we took out, yeah, it's changed. Sure. Where we were in the middle of this float, no way. It looked identical to when Plains Native Americans were out hunting buffalo, you know? Mm-hmm. It was sick. And that was probably, to me, one of the most memorable, coolest parts of the trip by far. Yeah. I told you I'd take that over shooting five turkeys. Right. Yeah. That was cool. No doubt. That was amazing. I mean, you're just seeing it. I don't care that, you know, you got it now. Right. Just seeing it, I'd rather and, shoot and a turkey. I'd rather like, do that than shoot a turkey any I've day I've seen a handful of those that are just like one horn. Yeah, like, I found mm -hmm. Basin found, found that one. That both of them are thing. together. Bit together with the whole skull intact. Right. It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I mean, and it's basically, you know, just to provide context, it's like the skull cap. You got the spot where the spinal cord would come in. But then, like, past the, I don't know, bridge of the nose down is, like, it ain't there. It's gone. You know? But and from the ones that I've seen online and things like that, like, it's a, it's a, it's it's a really good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, not very often do you find them when they're... Right. The whole thing. The whole thing. Right. At all. Right. That was sweet. That right. was the coolest part of the day, I think. Mm -hmm. I've been one of the coolest part of the trips for sure. No doubt. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like shooting a big buck on a on a deer hunt. It's like it just tickles you. Yeah, it was that good. <laughs> it's just like whoa. it was that good. I would say. Yeah. So that was amazing. Then all of a sudden, we were pale amateur paleontologists. Oh yeah! Running around looking at every cut bank, literally standing, everything. Hopping out, I said, grabbing bones. I said there could have been a a tom strutted on the other side, mm -hmm. yeah, where there was like a good slough yeah. off, like yeah. a new cut bank. You could tell when it was like newly slough new off, yeah. and there was like grass and stuff at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. and all three of us were just like glued to the side, like <laughs> yeah, barely paddling, just looking forward enough to like. Keep not it really make sure you're not yeah like still scanning there like i said there could have been a time like 
full strut the yeah, whole way. Like, we would have never seen him around the whole time. Not, not whenever we were looking at that stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Found. It was true. Dan was like, Tom, stop at that spot and grab that thing. Look at that. And Gary, <laughs> jump yeah. out right there and grab that. It was just like, Paleontologist. Enough. Enough, Dan. I'm, I'm I not doing like, that. I felt we were like an archaeologist <laughs> trip all of a sudden. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Super fun. So, yeah, and we just kept paddling. I mean, we kept crow calling, calling, hopping up, doing stuff, trying to find birds. Just nothing the rest of the day. No. That was a long paddling day. It was. It was, but it was significantly easier paddling than the day before yeah. yeah the river started to get deeper a lot more navigable they said they got an inch of rain here i don't think we got that much there but that had to have some effect on how much water was in the river you're right that we an inch of rain would 100 percent. that we didn't have to get up over all the rocks we just float over them yeah which Those... by the way that's a riot navigating the, the river it really was. oh it's fun yeah Finding the shoot that yeah, looking for the shoot ahead of time, and when you guess it right, it's so good. And when you don't, you're so pissed. <laughs> when you get stuck mid rapid, funny, you're isn't like, it? No. When you pick the when it's clearly like a lot of crowning, a lot of rocks coming out, and yeah. you pick the one shoot, and yeah. you never hit a rock yeah. on the oh, way through, you're just like. Feeling. It is, like you're bracing yourself for impact and then you're like <laughs> or when you feel halfway through when you know you're in it you're like yes the momentum that is so fun it is good kayaking canoeing dude it's just it's awesome yeah and like it's we like were, we were talking awesome. like we just got a lot better throughout the weekend oh yeah yeah it's always one of those things that like the trips that I've been on that are float trips like that, um, not hunting in the past, but when you get to the end, that's like when you feel like you're really good at it. And then yeah. you and then you put that skill on the shelf for like the next like year, year and oh, a half. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, yeah. let's learn this again, you know? Definitely. Yeah, that was that was a riot like it sounds right. stupid but canoeing was just so fun mm -hmm. yeah it was well we said that before we even took off it was like if the turkey hunting's complete junk this is gonna be a we fun got, canoe trip yeah we got a two-day canoe yeah. Battle, yeah yeah and so at this time i'm starting to think oh what is this like um we're probably at like four or five o'clock let's say of our second day and we knew that we wanted to be setting up camp with a couple hours of daylight yeah that was a on this thing. day we just knew that that was a thing we wanted to make sure happen. yeah just we so we're gonna break for a couple hours yeah too. hang out yeah. do yeah. camp right enjoy ourselves a little and bit and we had an area picked out everybody had picked out this general area i would say yeah we all looked at it on the map that, this I, is gonna yeah, have I, I set up i set a pin on this like two bends of the river mm -hmm in august of last year like when we first started talking about like actually doing this yeah and and bear in mind before the river's like a few cottonwoods at the bottom nothing or maybe real sparsely vegetated drainages going up to these bluffs above the valley not a lot of hardwoods just kind of prairie prairie grass just it wasn't 
It doesn't look like what you would want to hunt a turkey, and that's actually where we shot ours. Right. Was in that kind of a scenario. But this stuff that we have down here, and we've seen it from a distance too, is like everything you would imagine as far as a river bottom turkey. Mm -hmm. Anywhere in the nation, you would say there's yeah. a turkey in there. Yeah. Every time you'd be like, there's turkeys down there. Yep. And we finally get to that zone, trying to pick a spot to camp. We go to one spot that looks like really good. It's not, it's a little muddy. Yeah, the sandbar was a mud flat, not But yeah. when we stopped at that sandbar, there was a turkey track in it. I don't know if you, if you there remember was? Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Keep going, find a nice gravel bar. Like a hundred, like 200 yards down. Like, yeah, not far. And, and the thing about where we originally looked was stuff we wanted to hunt, or like the beginning of the stuff we wanted to hunt was right there. And we're like, well, whatever. If there's turkeys there in the morning, we'll just zip across and go work them. That was that was part of this trip though too. Is if you found turkeys somewhere, it, as soon as you floated past them, you know, farther than you wanted to walk back up to them, they were gone. screwed. It's over. You couldn't you couldn't just drive your truck back up and yeah, it's get a, in on them. Right. It's a weird. Once you left them, you were they were done. It's a weird concept. Like when you have to know when to play that, right? Like, right. Do we stay? Do we leave? What do we do? And so we find a spot to camp, and we're like, "Oh, we're gonna hear a gobble tonight." And Carrie heard a gobble that night, didn't you? Hey, no, we didn't hear. Mm -mm, we didn't hear a gobble he that, that night at all. Right when we pulled in, he heard a gobble. You said you heard a distant gobble. That was a different spot. I swear that was there. That was there. It was there. It was. Oh, then I nailed it. You must have. Because I remember we went up on top and we tried to call a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's where we pulled in. Yep. So we didn't hear another gobble, but we gathered firewood. We got ready for the evening, had our fire, tried to dry some stuff out. That night, we're like, well, we'll hear a gobble tonight. For sure, I thought we'd hear a gobble. Oh, yeah, hands down. And nothing. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. The mornings are so much different. We all know that. The percentage chance of a gobbler going in the morning is, I don't know, 80% higher from anecdotal sure. evidence from the night. And I'm never convinced of anything until the morning. The mornings when they just go off. And so, go to bed, we're like, we're going to wake up at four, we're going to float if we don't hear anything here until we hear them. And it was dead calm when we woke up, like perfect turkey weather, mm -hmm. kind of warm, like it was nice turkey morning. And right away when I'm packing, when you're packing stuff up, hear a gobble, right back, right when we're going to camp. Yeah. And so we made a quick coffee and decided to do a, just a quick 40-yard jaunt across the river. Nice little cup of coffee. Tell us about it, Dan. This will be great for our 10-second jaunt across the river. <laughs> We're going to – let's try to get into this canoe with a – 
cup of an open cup of open coffee. Cup, an open plastic cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah, it didn't go over too well for me. I lost my paddle three times under the canoe. Trying to get across. Should have just walked across. Then my boots both filled over with water. First thing in the I morning. Which I had dried for hours the night before. Just first dry. thing in the morning. Right out of the chute. And it took us like five minutes to get the 40 yards. My favorite part was when I looked back and you guys are halfway across the river. Dan's got water coming in over his boots. He's got ten, seven yards to go to get to the bank. And he's climbing into the canoe. <laughs> I was like, why not just go for it? It did get quite a bit deeper from there. Well, it did, okay, but, it did but, but still, at that point, at that point, it was already over the boots. It had just been how much your pants got wet after that. Yeah, I should have just walked the whole thing. <laughs> That's what I would have done in hindsight. I was sure. just like, he's so mad right now. I'm not about to say anything. That's what I would have done. Hundred percent hindsight was just. Yeah. Walk across. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. Anyway, <laughs> so then we get up over back onto that other bank. Don't hear a turkey because he flew down, I'm guessing. Coyotes are going nuts, though, so we're a little worried about that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And we finally get him to go off of a crow call. Yeah. Coyotes get him going. And he's on our side of the river that we're on. We're kind of worried that we Yeah, didn't we really thought know. at first he might have been on the other side because of the river. There's a big, big Yeah, it's a big it was a big yeah, you're right. A big bend we that were we were hunting across on. Across the straight face of the Right. Right. We didn't know how far he was. Exactly. And he very well could have been on the other side from Could have pitched across. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, we got up there, it kind of happened pretty quick, actually. Yeah. By the time by the time we knew where the coyotes were, and he responded once or twice, we knew he was on our side. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What's funny about the coyotes, it's something that Carrie and I were talking about floating. So, would not gobble on the, on the high notes, on the howls. Mm. Only gobbled on the barks. Interesting. Something that we try to employ in shot gobbling is the hard, like the cuts. Mm -hmm. The well, your owl hoot. The your crow, crow is a cut. It's a freaking hammer. Yeah. It's not a. Yeah. Your, your whole body goes like. Right. This yeah. When I do it, yeah, definitely. Just, I'm trying to oh, just freaking yeah. hammer it. Screaming at There's him. Something about that little punch of like a bark, a crow call, that like hard a cut. hard three note, a hard cut that gets him to go. Well, it's even even when you even when you do like an excited hen yelp, and you're like, yeah. and yeah, it's like little pop popping. <laughs> yeah, that little popping in there. Right. There's something about that hard hitting noise, like that. I don't know. It's just weird. That's why you get them to go off of that. Right. It's a, a short, or right. a hot horn, or yeah. a truck door slamming, or something. Right. That's There's something is. very important yeah. about that. You know what I mean? There just really is. And yeah, they shot gobble off of everything, but more so on a car door slamming, on a cattle guard, whatever. Mm -hmm. Something that is loud and hard, like. 
that crow call that gets them. Pops them. Yep. And anyway, so we finally got them to go. Do we have them answer at Yelp at this point? Yep. I think so, yeah. It wasn't far off of that. It wasn't yeah. everyone, but they were answering us. Yeah. Either shot goblin or calling. Yeah, we kept moving closer and closer to this bottom. Yeah, and the bottom's pretty good at this point. And but pretty sparse though too. Sparse, yeah. but there's we also had some topography rises. that yeah. was helping us yeah. real nice. Little topography so that we could stay behind. After after you know move eighty yards, get them. Move another mm -hmm. fifty yards, get them. We had them pretty well figured yeah. out. We knew where direction. they were and where they might go because we had the river for one to like. No, they they, they kept going the other side of us, mm -hmm. and the other way was just open pasture, which and like they could have gone, but you know you thought they'd. Staying Stay there, the near yeah. the woods, which is why we we kind of pinched them coming towards the river. Mm -hmm. Another thing is is like to provide some context, and we may have alluded to it earlier. Is there's nothing for undergrowth down here right now, like so that topography or tree or a little bit of like that's all we have. woody brush. That's it. That's what we have to work mm -hmm. with. So you know they. We, we have an idea where this bird's sitting, but we're not like, any move we make, we're vulnerable mm -hmm. to him being able to spot us immediately. Right. Yeah. So we got to that, we got to that rise and we worked up to the top of it and we kind of like, we kind of for a second were like, okay. It was one of those moments where it's like, if you take another step that way. You could screw it all up. You could yeah. be very busted. If you f if you fall back and call, that might be a good move. It's kind of what we ended up doing. Like Dan and I, we like we all talked. Carrie, you fell back, and and we're going to call. Dan and I were scooting up a little bit, and we actually got to a spot where we were like, we both immediately stopped in our mm -hmm. tracks. We we're down low on our knees, but it was like. We can't take another step because yeah. we both saw a black blob yeah. at 120 yards, you know. Yeah. And I think oh, he saw. saw him at that oh point? yeah, oh, yeah. I, we saw him right I away. Think, I think he saw there. us too, and it was like, it's one of those moments when it's that type of landscape. You pop a fan up, and you're immediately covered. Yeah. You know, you can get away with that little movement. It's like ah, we we messed up, but we're covered yeah so it just gave us enough time for him to work back into a little bit of brush and we were able to slide back and get out of eyesight of each other yep carrie called i called carrie called the kin and it was just like Pow! he went off and so we're in a great spot at this time yep. because we're behind we got a a big tree behind us mm -hmm. we got nice thick brush, brush in front, of, in front us. of us and it's like if he comes to our right there's an awesome shooting lane if he comes to our left it's an awesome shooting yep. lane so it was like we're kind of sitting here like a little bit unorthodox like you're not leaned up to a tree with your face right. covered and you're just down the barrel yeah, waiting no. for that no, one spot it, it it's a little good. bit like okay is he going this way or are we gonna go this way but we knew at that point just about where he was heading yeah, and you you were able to catch a little movement through the I, brush. I saw movement coming. Yep. I was like, I just saw him. I was telling you, telling you. And then I saw him strut. He popped into strut. And I could see him clear as day through the brush, straight in front of us at 40 yards. 
And I was like, well, he's in shotgun range. I mean, you're not going to be able to shoot him because of the damn brush, but he was right there, and he was just moving perfect. And you called right about then, and I was like, thank God he called right then. Mm -hmm. And you had no idea, you know. Right. And so, I saw you guys jostling at one point. I saw Tom. And so then, so then he popped his, he popped out. Right when you called, he popped out of strut, did his little look, and started walking, and I was like, He's going to come. I was all trying with the camera. I was like trying to go through the bush, you know, with focus and stuff. I was screwing with it. I couldn't get it. And I was like, damn it. And thinking you were going to shoot him through the bush, which you could have never even done if you wanted No, it crossed my mind. And I was like, man, this stuff is way too thick. Right. There's no way. And there's an opening to our left. And it just made sense that based on topography and everything else, he's going to walk right through it. So I just switched to the opening right away. Focused that in. Sure enough, he, he popped right out. It. He popped out. I think he popped out. Then he strutted a little. Mm -hmm. He went full strut, went and I could see strut. a full, a full yep. fan. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, you know, I just didn't. I wanted to know what I was shooting, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it was a full fan, and I was like, okay, now I know. Yeah. And he he popped his head up, and he was he was perfectly in line with just a dead fall branch and so i kind of had to you know lean left a little bit more and he was like he was like borderline ready to do the whole putt and run you know and uh just lined him up and squeezed the trigger and next thing you know it was full flop mm -hmm. it was sweet yeah that was great that great perfect early morning hunt mm -hmm. didn't set up on the roost which I mean, I'm not saying roost hunts are, are bad, but a lot of times you can figure out more where a bird is, where it's going, if you wait till they fly down. Sure. Sounds weird, but you can get a little more aggressive on them early on mm -hmm. that way. I hate, I mean, I don't hate roost hunts, but God. They can go any direction. They so can. That's no guarantee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was, uh, well, that was one, one of the things they had going for us is we don't think there was any hens with that group. Doesn't seem like it. No. Yeah. Didn't. And so if there's hens, I never heard people, obviously, they can go any direction. Mm -hmm. It helps when you're the hen and they don't have any, though. <laughs> we know that. So, yeah, after that, we're like, well, we'll go kill some more. Well, yeah. well what, uh, what do we have that at that point? What do you mean? Miles to float. Ten-ish. Ten, something like that. Yeah. So you have ten miles to float, one turkey to kill. Yep. And we thought after that morning. We were like, yeah, we're down in the stuff. That's when we just we were in the, the best, best stuff. stuff. Yeah. We were just scratching the surface on the best yeah. stuff when we shot that bird. Absolutely. We were excited. We thought we we're gonna have a heyday. We thought it was just we about to get going. We thought we should have got more tags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys did say that. Yep. And we, dude, we battled and called and hiked. And yeah, we hiked a lot. We hiked We hiked out. some really good stuff. Beautiful stuff. That one we hiked was amazing, that drainage. Any day of the week, I would say there's birds in any one of those. Mm -hmm. Next week, probably. Probably next week. Could be. Probably. And you know? It's just a matter of that those areas need to 
green up, get some bugs going, and those those birds will be in there. Yeah. I we heard one other gobble. We climbed a hill in Crocs, which is by the way a terrible idea. Wet, muddy side. I tried in Crocs. I had to take them off and barefoot it up halfway through. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was about it. We met old Mr. Um, Fisherman down at the creek, too. I think mm -hmm. Yeah, so we, we finished our float another, whatever, six, seven miles. Yeah. When we kept, we thought we were going to get into birds. We never did. Nope. Yep. Yeah, we just never, never came across them. Bizarre, really. Really, the bottom end should have had tons of turkeys. And yeah. We didn't hear any. I not do, say they don't I do think from where we got out to the next 10 miles Could we were talking really about doing, idea. I mean, it's still the best stuff we've seen. Mm. I mean, that would have been the best habitat we've seen. Right. That we floated through. Yeah. But another day we'll do that. That was long enough to... Yeah. To be on the river. It's a lot get, of battling. A lot of muscles you don't use normally. Yeah. My shoulders, my elbows, my back. My back hurts. Yeah. And the kayak, I don't know if it, I'm sure it's, it's a, a little bit different motion. muscles. Yeah, you guys probably feeling yeah. muscles that I am not feeling, but it's like elbow, hands. My elbow was giving me fits for a while this morning. Yeah. But what an Just adventure. Different. It was fun, dude. Dude, no doubt. Like Loved every minute of even it. Even if it wasn't turkey season, if I just knew it would be that high in the summer, just to get like one or two buddies and go and do that and drink a couple beers as you're floating down would be a fun thing to do without even having turkey tags. Yeah. Like it was oh, yeah, just it was a just fun, fun, it was fun thing to do. It was wild, wild country. It really was. We didn't see a sign of a human from... For the, the first the entire miles. day two. The second day when it was rainy. No, we a did. little old fences. Sure. Yeah, old fences. But like a flipped car. Yeah. No, no that, was day not, that was day one. Day two was oh, a way different me. stretch. We yeah. were in the middle of nowhere. Day yeah. two. Yeah, day two was. There wasn't four wheeler tracks by the river. There wasn't nothing. Cattle tracks. There wasn't nothing. Uh, a sunny day two weeks from now. That might be a real nice stretch of river. Yep, you're probably right. But we got five turkeys. Yeah, no, we, we got them. <laughs> That's just it, dude. We got them. No, no matter what. We kind of sound like we're complaining. No, we, no. We're not complaining. Yeah. No. We were surprised at the lack of birds. Yeah. We capitalized on our opportunities. Which is important. But yeah, there was... Yeah, it was just for the habitat that we were rolling through over 48 miles, whether they can only hear 200 yards yeah. you would think outside right of the river bottom of the yeah. on either side. Mm -hmm. You thought you'd turn up a little bit more than yeah. that. Right. The habitat is, the habitat's good. The habitat was there. 100%. There Why weren't should, the birds? There should be a turkey there no yeah. matter what. I, we just don't think they transition down quite yet. We do not think they transition. There was nothing to eat. Yeah, it, it did, was brown. No. It was yeah. laid over. It's like the the snow came off of it just yesterday. That's right. what it looked like. Yeah. Exactly. But either way, 
Just an awesome trip. Awesome mm -hmm. time. Just lucky to be able to do this stuff. Yeah. 100%. And then and then to have people to do it with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, in talking too, too, like we're gonna do this again. Like we're either gonna do this stretch. Well, again, we're starting to think about other, or, we've other got like rivers. At least two other rivers in uh, mind. One by here, one away from here. That I think we're gonna probably do at some point. Oh in yeah, couple definitely, years. definitely. That's a new thing, floating for Turks. It's cool. I might have to do some uh, mending on the canoe. Though. Yeah, I think I think sprung a leak. The last, the last probably three hours or so. We're filling up in the back end of the canoe. Yeah. Not a lot. I could have scooped it out with a cup or something. Set a little faster rate than you were the rest of the time. Well, yeah. And, you know, you, you, every time you switch over with your paddle, it dribbles a little bit or whatever. Yeah, you, right. You get in and out with your Crocs and you get some dribbles. Oh, on 100%. It was more than that. There's there's some small hole in there somewhere. I'll have to do some patchwork on, but that's fine. Yeah. Just I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that happened on the last day. And we didn't pop a big hole on the first day. Right. Dude, okay. I mean, we hit some... I mean, I know it's an aluminum canoe, but there's... Yeah. 500, 600 pounds yeah. floating in that thing with the canoe. And you're going, you know, a couple miles an hour going down rapids and stuff like that. And you dead end a rock. Or just scrape it along the yeah, bottom. Yeah, what does that do like, to it? You gotta like push it up and over and stuff. Yeah, we're like, like rubbing it, trying. It's to, just we're rivet, like, it's just rivets in the bottom. It's not like it's a full. Thing, we're like know? trying to break it, basically. What what we're doing to try to get yep. out of that stuff. Well, an interesting thing about that canoe is that when I got it last summer, um, they had cut off the back end. It used to be a mm -hmm. pointy end. They made it flat end so they could put a. Uh, motor on it they used to take it up it was my grandpa's canoe they used to take it up to canada all the time well when i got it it was leaky like we tried to do it last summer and we were just gonna go paddling and we put it in and like instantly it was just like water gushing in the back end <laughs> and so i i cut the whole back end out and i sanded it all down and got it down to the aluminum and stuff and then caulked it all and re-screwed it all in and it, i mean it held great i don't think that was what was leaking no I think it's there's some rivet along the bottom that's yeah, leaking, so definitely mm -hmm. have to do a little repairs, but it's a good flood test on it and see where it's coming through and mm. yeah, that was that was one of the coolest turkey trips I've ever done. Yep, agreed. Turkey yeah. hunting was I good. Can't. It wasn't bad. We I got mean, compared him. to the rest of the country, you can't be like we got it, but yeah, they weren't all over the place. But no, not at all. We got the ones we saw. Yeah. Think, think of okay, so we had a we had a damn good time mm -hmm. with the amount of turkeys that we got to deal with. Think of if think of if the birds were there. Oh yeah. Right. Might have been all over the place. That would have been something. Oh yeah. But we made it happen. We've been talking mm -hmm. about this forever. Finally made it happen. Yep. We each killed the time. We each we killed did. the we time. We each got a gobbler on this trip. That's crazy. I do got to pump the tires on that bird I shot this morning, though. That was and that, a sweet bird, dude. That was, a, that was the best bird I've shot in a long yeah. time. Shot a nice one down south last year, but this, Two beards. Dude, this dude was the real deal. Yeah, double beard. Two beards. Two, double beards. I found out when you were cleaning it. Real good hooks. Thick hooks. That was, that was nice. That oh, felt yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Get, get rewarded once. The real well, one. So tomorrow we're going to hunt kind of some of the same stuff, but from a road. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, 
heading uh, heading to the new grounds. That's right. Second camp spot. Second camp. So I'm gonna go to catch that. work for a couple days and then meet you boys out there. Yeah. All right. Well, we better go to bed because it's getting late. Mm-hmm. Gotta get up, chase turkeys again. It's rough. It's the grind. The grind. <laughs> Real rough out here. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, fellas. Anytime, buddy. Yeah, buddy.